broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice, Jude Young of Crescent City Sports, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans. What's going on, y'all? Good to be here doing some Tuesday evening quarterbacking again and uh, doing it right after a Saints game in this case and a successful one. Really wonderful weekend for fans of the olive and blue, the purple and gold, the black and gold, as a matter of fact. And may we see quite a few more of them coming up this season. I'm not asking. I'm requesting. And there's a decent shot that we will see quite a few more of them. It would be pretty special if we could see three of them next week, as a matter of fact, and there's a decent chance that we will. Maybe a lot of that does depend on the Saints, considering Tulane's got an FCS opponent, Nichols, The point spread still surprises me, seeing 17 or 18 point favorite for LSU, even though they're at home. Against Arkansas, though, in a series that's been close often, I don't know about all that, but sure, LSU should take care of business in that one, regardless of whether it's going to be some sort of blowout. You know, what have you done for me lately, LSU? Impressive at Mississippi State and, of course, Arkansas. In a game that didn't quite play out logically, sort of what BYU does when they pull these type of upsets, tripping up the Razorbacks, who were playing without Rocket Sanders, their stud running back, but still have legitimate problems that make sense to place the Tigers as a significant favorite, but we will get to all that. As for the Saints... The question of the day nationally, because they did play in prime time last night, is is New Orleans a quote-unquote legitimate 2-0? Well, the Bill Parcells mindset says you are what your record says you are, without even getting into the details behind it. The reality is the Saints are a legitimate 2-0 because even though in the end they played very close games on the scoreboard against the Titans and the Panthers, they were obviously the better team in both games. Saints outgained 
the Titans, but 70, 80 yards in that range. Only one by a point, settling for field goals. We'll do that to you. And then last night, if not for the foolishness that is prevent defense, which only let a feckless Carolina offense have a chance for that team to be in the game at the very end. You take out that 75 yards almost given away, and the Saints really dominated the Panthers. Would have outgained them. Well, think about this. It did outgain them by 102 yards. Nine more first downs. A lot of the numbers, even though it was painful to watch last night at times because you knew the Saints weren't making the plays necessary to put Carolina away. Dominating first downs. Nearly 50% on third downs. To 4 of 14 for Carolina. And again, two of those were on the last drive. Conversions. Saints ran 18 more plays, even though that last drive was 11 plays for Carolina. More than five minutes' time of possession, et cetera, et cetera. There, were, there was a lot of good last night, even in the frustration of watching a game where you're like, oh, no. Just like the Saints had to survive against the Titans, felt like they were going to be in survival mode the entire game last night, but a m much better second half. But still, what are the issues to determine, not the question of whether the Saints are a legitimate 2-0. Oh, they are. They're better than the Titans. They're much better than the Panthers. But how good are they in terms of, well, right now, somewhat surprisingly, in a division with two other 2-0 and o teams? And then beyond that, as long as Baker Mayfield is decent, everybody in the NFC South is benefiting from the same thing, which is a weak overall schedule. And teams in this division outside of Carolina going with the rookie number one overall pick and not having really good weapons around him, not really having a great offensive line either. Yeah, Carolina's got problems. But we knew Atlanta was built to be in games. And it was impressive the way they were able to come back down 12 and beat the Packers on Sunday. They can play a little defense they can run the football, but what we didn't know is could Desmond Ritter, I need to see a lot more, I think we all do, but he actually played pretty well in helping Atlanta come back to win that game. But Atlanta's going to be a tough out because they're going to hang around. We knew that. But then Tampa Bay, they, it's what goes back to something called Ewing Theory. If you remember the 1999 New York Knicks run to the NBA Finals, despite losing Patrick Ewing, and not having him in the playoffs. Nobody expected it. You see that in sports sometimes, and you don't know how long it's going to last. Greatest quarterback of all time, gone. Tampa Bay was supposed to be bad. They grabbed Baker Mayfield as their answer there. And you know what? So far, it's working. Yes, they beat last year's, are they a legitimate good team? Because their record says they are, but we said on here they really weren't a good team. They were an average team that was getting all the breaks. That is the Minnesota Vikings. 0-2 right now. So they won that game, but they did it on the road, and then the Bucks at home beat a Bears team that's still bad. 
any little injury on their offensive line is even harder for the Bears to deal with than what we fear for the Saints. We're seeing that. Justin Fields not getting it done. And their defense happens to be pretty bad, too. But that just means that the Bucks aren't as bad. There's at least one team in Minnesota that we thought for sure they would be. At least not right now. It's a long season. They're certainly better than a really bad Bears team. And who knows who else? We'll learn more. You don't really start figuring things out until we get into mid-October, though. We get four, five, six games into the season. And that includes the Saints. But they've been worthy winners in both of these games for sure. And if anything, it's the, well, why aren't they more decisive over 60 minutes? Well, Derek Carr was not good in the first half last night. I don't know if the game plan was very good because the Saints were definitely trying to be mistake-averse. They weren't attacking down the field. And yes, part of that was Carolina was trying to take that away, but they were able to find those plays down the field. One of Carr's strength, maybe his biggest strength, certainly when you talk about what he brings to the offense that wasn't there last year, and those big plays down the field, a great catch by Olave, another deep ball down the sideline to Shahid. That opened things up. That made drives happen. You can't put together on a consistent basis 10-plus play drives in the NFL. A lot of defenses out there are built to try to make you do that because it's the logical thing because one mistake, one penalty, one holding call, one sack – Kills drives. So if that is how you're going to approach things or how you have to approach things offensively, then it's going to limit how much you score. And for the Saints, it's a matter of how good the offensive line going to be. Last night was a game that was absolutely built for the Saints to run right at Carolina. And for a while there, after... It was hit and miss with Jamal Williams, but you could see signs looking at the line of scrimmage that it was going to be there. A couple of outside runs called for Williams, head scratchers. That's not his game, and that wasn't what the matchup dictated. But I know Williams finished 9 for 29, rushes yards, but it was there. Maybe it's just the lack of a threat of the not having a – Alvin Kamara or Kendra Miller even brings this burst. Danger at running back. That hurt things last night a little bit. And Carolina doesn't have a bad defense, but you can run at them. And in the end, it was some Taysom Hill action. And after a slow start, Tony Jones filling in for Williams with the hamstring injury. Doing enough. Doing enough to get Carolina a little bit on their heels, and that in part helped the offensive line, be able to protect Carr enough to attack a bit down the field. And he played through the ball much better in the second half. Wasn't his best night, but again, he has a team around him that if he can get his act together in games, a defense around him, you can still win games where that wasn't the case often with the Raiders. Is Carr good enough? We need to learn more. But it really is like we always thought tied with the offensive line. 
It was great to see in the end, even though Taysom Hill was a leading rusher, some of that was actually as a traditional running back due to necessity. Nine for 75. You love to see that running game be there because that, that, that keeps defenses from pinning their ears back. You stay out of third and long, and you can go 7 of 16 on the road in prime time against a de- decent defense on third down. But the Saints were forced for too much of the game, just like they were against the Titans, to have to matriculate the ball down the field. That's hard to do in the NFL against most teams. It's the explosiveness that Olave and Shahid bring, along with what Alvin Kamara will bring after one more game on the shelf due to suspension, that's going to help this team even more. you got to have explosive players make those type of plays. Those make drives. If they don't, you will struggle to score. Even if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, they were on locally on Sunday. You didn't have to pay for one of those NFL packages to see them play at Jacksonville. And defense, for the most part, won that game. And they held Jacksonville out of the end zone. Says it all. And that's Pat Mahomes and the world champions we're talking about. You need those explosive plays. The Saints have players who can provide that. and They're going to need more of that, but still the balance of being able to just run with power, mixing in Taysom Hill packages, still certainly helps. So considering we don't have to talk much about the defense, even though you still worry about why Paulson Adebo, even when he's running stride for stride with receivers, or is in the right position with receivers coming at him, he gets too handsy and just doesn't stop and gets himself flagged. You think about that. The Saints, overall, though, are doing a good job avoiding penalties. And the one bad car interception, another game, avoiding turnovers. They finished even in that category with Carolina. If not for Paulson Adebo inexplicably grabbing a receiver way down the field, (laughs) would have won the turnover battle. Remember that strip sack? deep in Panthers territory, wiped out. And only three penalties total on the night. Two of them, Adebo. Other than that, the defense looks great. Guys are healthy. Brian Brissy still making an impact as a pass rusher. Your free agent additions on the defensive line. Fun to watch. Saunders and Shepard doing a nice job. Running at the Saints isn't working like it did last year, at least so far, but they will be tested more and more to prove that they can hold up. Again, for the most part, they dominated Carolina like they should have. Rookie quarterback, limited offense. We'll learn more as we go forward in a short week after travel. Tough divisional game. They got to go to Green Bay. We mentioned the Packers coming off a loss in a game that they were in great position to win and they may be getting Aaron Jones back who missed the Falcons game could be getting Christian Watson playmaker as a rookie last year everybody's expecting big things from to add to a talented young receiver core for quarterback Jordan Love that will make that game even more difficult if both of those guys are on the field that's enough firepower compared to your first two opponents where your defense will be tested and if your offense can't put together consistent drives, protect the football. 
and score points, you're going to lose. Those are the type of games you're going to lose. So it's a real test to see where the Saints offense is, knowing, hey, right now you don't have Kamara for another week. You really question Jamal Williams bouncing back from a hamstring on a Monday to play on a Sunday. So you go in Tony Jones and regular season debut, hopefully, of Kendra Miller coming off a hamstring. That's kind of tough. When you really need that balance for an offensive line that you still scratch your head about that can struggle to protect the quarterback. But the Saints defense overall, if the offense doesn't put them in bad positions, doing things like winning time of possession, not turning over the football, defense is good enough that if they're not stretched to their limit, they're going to give you a chance to win a lot of games. Think about this amazing streak going back to last year with 10 games giving up under 20 points. That's I mean, that's winning football on that side of the ball, to say the least, in the modern NFL. So, yeah, the Saints are legit. Do they have to get better offensively? Yes. In order to be a legit, keep winning, win two-thirds of your games, put yourself in position to not only win the NFC South, but be a contender against teams that are more talented overall than you. I mean, the Eagles are the most talented team in the NFC. Dallas is off to a great start. They have great talent. Still got to wonder about coaching and Dak Prescott. We'll see about that. But they're more talented than you, if you're being honest, if you're the New Orleans Saints. And I didn't even mention the 49ers. We know they're good. They can keep a decent quarterback upright. They're really good. So you want to be in position to have a chance to compete with those guys in January. That's the goal. And the Saints have to get better on offense to do that. Significantly better. But the pieces are there, especially when you add in Kamara. That, that has to evolve. Derek Carr talked about making adjustments with his receivers in the games, getting on the right page at times. That will be a process that, unfortunately, with the shortened offseason, preseason, and you talk about a new quarterback, that's going to take some time. Now, the elephant in the room is I think people can look at a lot of what the Saints do offensively and know what they're going to do, especially a divisional opponent. Pete Carmichael's been here a long time. Maybe too long. That's a concern. I'm being kind. It's a major concern. While Carr learns and evolves here, Carmichael better too, or this offense won't be good enough to say the Saints are a legitimate contender in the NFC. It won't be. That has nothing to do with the offensive line. That will continue to be a question mark until proven otherwise. But a lot of the other pieces are there, aren't they? Saints should have won by multiple scores last night. But when you're maxing out at 20 points, yeah. No matter how good your defense is, you're going to be vulnerable in every game you play. We need to see a breakout. I don't know when it's going to be. Hard to ask for that at Green Bay. But if you're good, 
your contender, you can come up with that. Atlanta came up with 25 points to beat Green Bay. Saints have a better collection of playmakers in the passing game to be more explosive in an NFL where you have to do it through the air. Yeah, Atlanta has the better running game, but they built their whole team around it. But we'll see. It's two games in. And the most important thing is you won two games where you were the better team. doesn't matter what the final score was. You've got a long way to go to prove whether you're a quote-unquote legitimate 2-0, legitimate contender or not. But if you can find a way to get through Green Bay, you come home to face Tampa, who's going to have a winning record. It isn't a division rival. You're not going to overlook them. You just look at the schedule. Again, it's a reminder. After that, a floundering New England team, even though it's on the road. The Texans playing with a rookie QB. They're not good. It benefits you if you have to play on a Thursday when you're at home to get the Jacksonville Jaguars, who the Saints defense can handle. Another rookie quarterback, if he can stay healthy, that's a huge question already, Anthony Richardson at the Colts. The Bears, they're bad. At the Vikings, always a thorn in the side, but they're bad. All that before a week 11 bye. The whole schedule, winnable games. But you're going to lose a few you shouldn't if the offense doesn't get better. And there are reasons to believe that have been laid out here that they will get better. But if they don't, we're going to know why. We're going to wonder about the offensive line. We're going to wonder about a stale offensive system and the people calling the shots in it. 504-260-1061 is the number. That's 504-260-1061. Green Wave Tigers talk coming up as well. I want to let you know that on Friday night, as usual, countdown to the original, yours truly with Les East at Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview. This week, it's St. Martin's Episcopal Night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Coach Kevin Dyser telling us about the Saints. They're unbeaten. They went to the state semifinals last year. They might have the best player in the state, period. Harlem Barry, the player of the week, presented by the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Creton City Sports, 106.1 FM, etc., etc. He's fantastic. Last year he came to St. Martin's Night. We might have him at the restaurant if you want to meet him. How about that? Join us at 6 o'clock on Friday for the Countdown Show, leading into four straight hours of high school football coverage around the state. Ken Tran's original prep football report starting at 7 p.m. It's football season, but it's flying by. It's flying by week four already of a 10-game regular season. Don't blink, you might miss it. Don't blink, you might miss more of All Access, which comes back after this on 106.1 FM. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. 
Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the shrimp lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations, 504-900-1901. This is Brandon Presley, and you might have heard Tate Reeves' ball-faced lies about me. I don't support sex changes for minors or boys playing girls' sports. Never have. Look, you know me. I'm not a member of a country club, don't take money from power companies, and don't have rich parents that can fund my campaign. So I'll never be able to compete with the millions more in campaign dollars that he has, but I know the truth is on my side. So here it is. I've never been afraid to stand up to my own party. That's why I'm pro-life, pro-gun, and pro-law enforcement. And it's been the honor of my life to serve North Mississippi on the Public Service Commission. But unlike Tate Reeves, I will expand Medicaid so we can keep our hospitals open and our people healthy. I'm Brandon Presley, and I'll make you the promise that I've made you all these years. As your governor, I'll never forget where I'm from or who sent me. Paid for by the Brandon Presley campaign. Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 Biggie Bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Uh, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two for $3 Biggie Bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price of participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Shortstop Po' Boys, 119 Transcontinental off Airline Highway. 
Feeding New Orleans since 1966. Come to Shortstop for Po' Boys, Gumbo, Potato Salad, and more. 504-885-4572 or at shortstoppoboysno.com. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Eastbound I-10, Kennedy downtown is running about a five-minute delay and a 19-minute ride right now. Getting into the uh, afternoon side, westbound I-10, read to the flyover is 17 minutes, and we see some slowing on the northbound Causeway Bridge, but really about a 22-minute ride. Northbound 55 from Laplace to Hammond, a nine-minute delay and 35 minutes right now. Westbound Crescent City Connection from the I-10 split to Terry Parkway, running a three-minute delay. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Calling all listeners, what's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. You know, it's sort of like what we just talked about in the A Block, segment one of this program, looking at the two-lane green wave this past weekend, comparing them with what the Saints did last night. Just Sometimes you just got to go on the road and get a win against a rival. Southern Miss isn't a conference rival, but they used to be. They're a regional rival that looks at you as a rival. And the short trip to Hattiesburg, not like it's some sort of wild, intimidating environment, but it's still a tough spot especially when you are playing without your experienced starting quarterback. And your goal is to bounce back from a loss that rankles you a little bit, heartbreaking against Ole Miss, even though the final score doesn't scream heartbreaking. We know how the game went. And merely with a mission of, hey, we got an FCS opponent next. Let's get the job done on the road here. Let's get back on track. Let's not do anything to hurt ourselves. Let's not make mistakes. We've got the more talented roster. I think that's completely understood now. Willie Fritz and his staff know this. The Green Wave will be the more talented team on the field, barring some wild rash of injuries the rest of the season. We, we really got a feel for that in game one because you could tell South Alabama, their talent level, didn't match up to Tulane. Their overall talent level. That's how good the Green Wave are. This is the same South Alabama team that went to Stillwater. And although I think Oklahoma State is legitimately bad, they dominated. Completely dominated the Cowboys. That tells you a lot about what we thought we saw Tulane do to South Alabama. And we're surprised that it was so noticeable how much better the Green Wave talent was than the Jaguars when this was a 10-win Jaguars team last year that brought back pretty much every starter. Quarterback, key playmakers, defense, you name it. Tulane handled them. Tulane's not going to see anybody the rest of the season that's going to have as much talent as them. They're not. Look at the schedule. So getting through that game was huge because... You're trying to get 
Michael Pratt back to full health. And yeah, you'd like to continue developing Kai Horton. But the bigger goal of just because we lost Ole Miss doesn't mean we can't be playing in a huge January Bowl. Let's go get it. Let's look at it that way. We should be an 11-1 team hosting a conference championship game for the second straight year. They should be. And because they were able to go there to Hattiesburg, grind out a 21-3 win, that wasn't pretty at all. And they know they need the experience of Pratt to get the most out of this offense right now because until we see it, I still wonder how much explosiveness is there. You got to throw the ball and take more chances to find it because I don't know if it's there in the backfield like it was or could possibly be like it was with Tajay Spears. And that was a big deal. That was the offensive player of the year in your league. That's a stud. Difference maker, a game breaker. I like the speed and the talent at Tulane receivers, but we haven't seen a Willie Fritz or Tulane team be passing oriented. And when your defense is as good as it is, and you can grind it out with an experienced offensive line and some big running backs that have emerged as your top guys, well, guess what? You're going to do that. And yeah, it was a grind, it wasn't pretty. Averaging just three and a half yards a carry ain't great and doesn't scream most talented team. So where the limitations may be, may be you really need that quarterback to be upset proof. And now you get another week to rest him. And then you can get into your schedule where you're better than these people. UAB, the Trent Dilfer experiment, I think... Them getting beat down by the Cajuns in Birmingham, that was a sign. Not pretty. But I've seen Memphis. Got a chance to look at them in a midweek game. Tulane's better than them. They're way better than North Texas. North Texas defensively just doesn't have it. You go to Rice in East Carolina, far better talent. Tulsa at home, better talent. Was worried about Florida Atlantic. They made her, They really need to improve. It's not happening for them. Particularly offensively where I thought Tom Harmon would be able to get that going. They've got a long way to go. And, and yes, I know UTSA lost to Army while playing without Mr. 800 years in college. <laughs> Frank Harris, seventh year. Yeah, he was hurt, but. That didn't explain Army's offense marching up and down the field for four quarters. Didn't. Sorry. And Tulane doesn't play SMU, who I think might be the second best team in the league. See, you thought you knew what you know into the regular season. You go into it, and then you learn things right away. Things change. You get to know what teams really are. So many transfers. Coaching staff changes, if, even if not the head coach. So much affects what a team's going to be in college from year to year. We didn't know how good Tulane was going to be, but they have had a lot of stability. Shield Wood as defensive coordinator hire, that's working out. He's a star. I think he's a head coach pretty soon in college football. 
And there's no reason to think Tulane can't keep winning as long as they get Pratt healthy. And you worry about developing the next guy later. Yet another weekend to do that against the Colonels. That's how, I mean, that's how I feel about this Tulane team. I now expect them, barring very bad luck, to go 11-1. and And I expect, but don't trust as much, SMU, from what I've seen of them, to be that team waiting for them. Still curious about just how good the Mustangs are. But I think they're better than the rest. So that would be fun, wouldn't it? The team that's buying its way into the ACC that hasn't done anything finally getting to play for a conference championship and the defending champion Green Wave get to be the ones to kick them where it hurts to send them off just like they did Central Florida last year. That'd be a good way to follow up on a season that the whole goal was for the Green Wave to prove this year that they're not a one-hit wonder again. We're starting to see it. They're not. They're at least a two-hit wonder, barring the unforeseen. And maybe a whole lot more, but I will say this. You already see Michigan State, big controversy, Mel Tucker out. You're darn right. Willie Fritz's name comes up. And then so does Lance Leopold, the head coach at Kansas, and we know the connections for Fritz in the Jayhawk state, right? So his name comes up again. So you're going to have to deal with that. But that's that's always going to be the challenge of being good. You want to keep winning, so that's always something that keeps happening. <laughs> People want your coach. You must be having a lot of success. And right now, The Green Wave look like a legitimate team again. They're having a lot of success, and I think a lot more is coming. At least in 2023, it's all lined up. They're a really good football team. 504-260-1061 is the number. That's 504-260-1061. LSU, minus 17 and a half against Arkansas. Talk about a roller coaster, right? Oh, LSU's a fraud, Florida State game. A couple weeks later, they roll out a Mississippi State team that's legit. I'm telling you this right now Mississippi State, barring something changing dramatically, is simply not good. But LSU drubbed them. LSU was definitely better than they looked in the second half. I think if you're LSU, you would rather Arkansas come in there undefeated and having beaten BYU than being a wounded pack of hogs. Again, we'll discuss it when we come back on All Access on 106.1 FM. 
This season, your coffee orders are getting warmer and your outfits are getting cozier. The world keeps changing, and so does COVID-19. That's why this season's COVID-19 shots have been updated. They're one of the best ways to help protect yourself against COVID-19. You can get a COVID-19 shot at the same visit as a flu shot if you're due for both, as recommended by the CDC. Talk to your healthcare provider to learn more and schedule at vaccines.gov. And don't forget to get extra cinnamon spice. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Ten bucks says your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you can make those returns at Staples seven days a week. Ten bucks says you'll get in and out fast and easy. Ten bucks says when you make an Amazon return at Staples, you'll get ten bucks off your Staples purchase of thirty dollars or more. Ten bucks says it's pretty cool to get ten bucks to spend on something you want just for returning something you don't. Ten bucks says Staples will be your new favorite place for Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you knew I was going to say ten bucks says. Offer good in store only. Exclusions apply. Shortstop Po' Boys, 119 Transcontinental off Airline Highway. Feeding New Orleans since 1966. Come to Shortstop for Po' Boys, gumbo, potato salad, and more. 504-885-4572 or at shortstoppoboysno.com. Now at Staples, the prices of HP printers are dropping. Save on HP Smart Tank and enjoy even more savings on ink. Save on the HP Inkjet, perfect for high-quality picks. Save on HP Laser Printers, great for tackling high high-volume document printing. Now through September 30th, save on Staples' entire selection of HP printers, some as low as $69.99. With HP printer price drops at Staples, now is the time to upgrade to HP, America's most trusted printer brand. See staples.com slash HP for details. At Dudley DeBosier, most of our clients call within days of their injury. And that is so smart, because if you wait, evidence gets lost, memories fade, deadlines get missed. And the insurance company can use that to pay less than you deserve. Don't let that happen. The sooner you call, the sooner we can get to work. And hopefully, the sooner you can put this accident behind you. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Call 444-4444. That's 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2315654. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Well, trying to get things back to normal, westbound I-10 read to the flyover is only about a three-minute delay. Still seeing a little slowing between Orleans Avenue and the Claiborne flyover right now. Uh, but uh, back to a pretty decent ride on the northbound Causeway Bridge, 22 minutes. Northbound 55 La Plaza to Hammond is maybe a three-minute delay and a couple of minutes delay westbound Crescent City connection from the I-10 split to Terry Parkway right now. Traffic flow doing much better. Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Well, you get one of these weird situations where a key player is questionable. You think he's questionable. And you don't really have answers because in college, programs can give as many answers or as few as they want. Sort of like Tulane with Michael Pratt, not wanting people to know the status of their starting quarterback. Even this week, J.D. McCleskey at the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, defensive backs coach for 
the wave. You might remember him as a Saints player in the 90s. Hey, he wasn't about to answer any questions. So he's like, that's not my department, and left. Now, there's no reason to play him against Nichols. Rest him another week. Well, Rocket Sanders is crucial for Arkansas. Playmaking, game-breaking type of running back who got hurt in the season opener. It's a knee, and he's missed two games. And he's participating in non-contact stuff with the team this week so far, apparently. But really questionable whether he's going to play against LSU. Even though they really need him against LSU. Got to really look at Arkansas in that game against BYU. 38-31, they lose it. Weird game because Arkansas makes couple plays early, special teams play. They're up 14 to nothing before you can blink. And the next thing you know, they're down 21 to 14. It was a weird game because Arkansas outgained a BYU team that struggles to run the ball most of the game. But they were continuously felled with any chance to sort of take over the game by the fact that even though they could make big plays and had more speed than BYU, their offensive line was bad. And they really couldn't establish a consistent running game without Sanders. K.J. Jefferson, who missed the game against LSU last year, and I'm telling you, if he'd have played last year, LSU loses that game in Fayetteville. But he didn't. He didn't. I mean, you lose 13-10, to 10, and you know that your quarterbacks that filled in were terrible. That's an easier sell than even losing 37-20, to 20. <laughs> like the Tulane Ole Miss situation. And Greenway fans will strongly tell you they win that game, period, if Pratt were there. Well, I can tell you for sure LSU was very fortunate that Jefferson didn't play. But Jefferson can only do so much if he has no running game and a bad offensive line. And that's why LSU is such a big favorite. I think part of it is they don't think Sanders is going to be right. They being the wagering market. That tells you a lot normally. And look, the LSU defense is coming along, getting Harold Perkins into more playmaking positions, defensive line, winning individual matchups. They certainly did at times against Mississippi State. But how much can you take from Mississippi State? They look like a mess. Zach Arnett not keeping the air raid and replacing the deceased Mike Leach, throwing off a veteran quarterback, Will Rogers. A lot looked not right there. Thought they would be more inclined to run at LSU because that's what they do, but they tried to pass more because they thought that was the LSU weakness, and they were completely discombobulated. But I don't think they're going to have a lot of success moving forward this season, the Bulldogs anyway. So we got to see, can LSU dominate a better Arkansas team even without Sanders? Like the odds makers think they will. I mean, three-score win would be dominant. I don't know. We'll have to see. But the defense is showing signs, getting players in the right positions. I mean, they were able to do that and play so well defensively without Omar Spates, who was out your most experienced linebacker, an all-Pac-12 performer. But Whit Week stepped up. Greg Penn played really well. They've got some depth and quality at that linebacker spot, not to mention Perkins. Defensive line played well. It was a dominant performance, and that's not even taking into account what the offense did to what was supposed to be a pretty good defense, a veteran defense. 
we've seen LSU hit and miss before, but not quite like we saw Daniel slinging it. And slinging it down the field accurately, putting air under the ball, looking confident doing that, that was the improvement or part of it that we were told about and saw some on video throughout the offseason dating back to the spring, better mechanics for Daniels. And, I mean, let's face it, had one drop, he should have had over a 90% completion percentage. Tells you how bad Mississippi State was and how dominant LSU was. Not just... Malik Neighbors, who joined Daniels as co-SEC Offensive Players of the Week. They were awesome. But the offense, and still playing without Mason Taylor and playing freshman tight ends who didn't play well, still didn't hurt the offense. But they're making the changes on the fly. They're trying to mix in Lance Hurd at right tackle and bump Emory Jones inside the guard. And that's going to be hit or miss doing it against SEC teams. But knowing that the more you do it, the more experience those guys get in those positions, the better off you would be versus playing Miles Frazier. It's still a process. And there's going to be, you know, stubbing the toe moments. But overall, saw that passing game look so good, including more throws over the middle, using the middle of the field, maybe not intermediate and deep down the middle, but at least the short areas around the line of scrimmage over the middle, backs, short passes to receivers. Yes, finally. You've got to challenge teams over the middle of the field. LSU needs to continue to build on that. But they ran the ball well. Having Logan Diggs matters. Caleb Jackson, the eye-popping couple of runs in that game. True freshman, we knew he was the most talented running back physically on the team. But Diggs, the rumble product, is pretty good too. That's going to give LSU more of a running game. A true running game, not just Daniels running around. And LSU should be able to outclass at home, night game Tiger Stadium, Arkansas. The more you look at it, the more 17 and a half being the point spread isn't so shocking, is it? LSU should put up a number. And that's what they need to do consistently against these opponents the rest of the way. They have playmakers on offense. They need to find their identity, put the guys in the right spots, get quality, solid offensive line play, and have Daniels simply be as efficient as he's proving to be capable of. If they do that, LSU's going to score some points because their defense should continue to get better. And if you do get exposed in the secondary, you better be able to score some points. you got to be able to win a high-scoring game or two along the way. Can't expect to score in the 20s more often than not. And be an elite football team nowadays. This just doesn't happen in college football. So LSU should score easily into the 30s and keep Arkansas well out of the 30s. In theory. LSU should be able to post a number in that game. They should have advantages. If Arkansas is one-dimensional and can't run the ball at all, that offensive line won't hold up. If you want to know what Arkansas is deathly afraid of. It's like the Saints fears pass blocking times 10. Go, if you have ESPN+, Plus, go back and look for the SEC network package, right? You can go online. Go back and look at the last couple of drives for Arkansas when they had to throw the ball, trailing, trying to come back, and how many holds, sacks, and not called penalties that were blatant 
Arkansas's offensive line couldn't block BYU up front. They shouldn't be able to block LSU up front. So you know what I'm going to say LSU covers? LSU wins that one 41-21. And Tulane, let me name the number. I say they beat Nichols 56-7. to And we'll give you the Saints' thoughts at Green Bay and look at some CrescentCitySports.com headlines when we return to wrap up another edition of All Access here on 106.1. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope, and they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. Exergen is the smart choice when selecting a thermometer. As children return to school, keeping them healthy is important. Got a fever? Stay home. To detect fever accurately at home, you need a fast, non-invasive, and clinically accurate thermometer. Exergen provides all of that and is backed by over 100 clinical studies. Accuracy matters. Be smart and safe. Measure temperature accurately with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Avian Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. 
Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. at Staples, the prices of HP printers are dropping. Save on HP Smart Tank and enjoy even more savings on ink. Save on the HP Inkjet, perfect for high-quality picks. Save on HP Laser Printers, great for tackling high-volume document printing. Now through September 30th, save on Staples' entire selection of HP printers, some as low as $69.99. With HP printer price drops at Staples, now is the time to upgrade to HP, America's most trusted printer brand. See staples.com HP for details. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Oh, the lightning round is here. Weather should be good on Sunday. High of 72 in Green Bay. Noon kickoff. What does it feel like? It feels like a close game. It's the NFL. It's the Saints offense and the Saints defense, honestly. And it could come down to what these two teams get out of their running games. Will Aaron Jones be able to play? A.J. Dillon's not that good. Jones is a difference maker. They need him. The mobility of Jordan Love is a concern. They could have Christian Watson back. They have some talented young receivers, Romeo Dobbs. Couple other rookies who can really play, so you know they could make some explosive plays that the first two Saints opponents weren't able to make, and that could be the difference if you're not putting points on the board. And you know what? I'm going to pick against the Saints. I'm going to pick exactly what the point spread essentially is predicting. Right in that area, super close game. Saints would be favored on a neutral field, slight underdog there in this spot. Still no Camara. Jamal Williams, got to think he's questionable at best, right? Like, what's going to happen there? I'm going to pick Green Bay to win by a point, 21-20, to 20, and I hope I'm wrong. Feels like it's a one big play makes a different sort of game. Saints can score more, they're going to win. How about that? A lot of pressure on the Saints offense to say, hey, prove if you're a 3-0 team, you can put some more points on the board, people will stop questioning you for a while. Meanwhile, tomorrow night, don't forget, Ken Trahan, all access live from Segnet Landing with special Saints guest, John Forcade. It is the Saints Hall of Fame edition of All Access coming back at you again at Segnet Landing, 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. Analysis of last night's game, big hurdle cleared by the Saints by Les East on CrescentCitySports.com. Les also writing about David Griffin's comments today about the Pelicans as they head into training camp soon, trying to control the things that they can control. Injuries aren't on that list, unfortunately. Interesting comments by Griffin today. You can watch the full video and read Les's breakdown and analysis of that on the front page right now at CrescentCitySports.com. Also, of course, you might be wondering, What's going to happen a week 
four of the high school season on Crescent City Sports as far as live games go. How about two straight nights of football? Friday night, De La Salle at St. Charles Catholic. Great matchup there. That's Friday night. And Saturday night, 6.30 start at Gormley. St. Aug and Edna Carr. A lot of talent on the field in both of those games. And you can watch them for free, as always. Two-game week. Two great matchups on CrescentCitySports.com. Got to thank Rudy Dixon for his great shot work on the board, as usual. He'll be in that same position at 6 o'clock on Friday night when I join you with Les East from Francesca. In Lakeview, countdown to the original, St. Martin's Episcopal Night. Join us for the fun and great food as part of Ken Trahan's original prep football report. Till then, bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best prep football scoreboard. All Access was also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access was also brought